Hello everybody and welcome to episode 5 of the Weekly Freestyle uh, with myself, Tom Dean, and my partner in crime, Alex Sutton. Uh, I'm coming to you live from Rome. Uh, I'm in my hotel room here in central Rome um, where I'm based for the European Championships, uh, which we'll be discussing in this episode. Uh, a little sneak preview that uh, the Weekly Freestyle is going on tour this week. Uh, so mm. we'll be bringing you an exciting uh, episode from the Italian capital um but over to you Alex for a little bit of a brief overview of what we're going to be chatting about in this exciting episode thanks Tom yeah I'm buzzing to um join you uh towards the weekend as well which should be good but yeah we're building up to the Euros as we say the weekly freestyle TWF are on tour which is going to be great um we've also obviously going back to commies a little part two maybe looking at the non-racing side of things because I know we discussed your races um in quite a lot of detail which is obviously great but looking at some some of the behind-the-scenes stuff and things that maybe you wouldn't usually get to hear about. We've got a few listener questions on the freestyle section of the pod through our uh, Instagram, which can be really exciting. And then, as always, do drop us an email on theweeklyfreestyle at outlook.com. Um, feel, feel free to follow us on Instagram as well at theweeklyfreestyle. And also one thing we're going to push, uh, if you are enjoying us, I know we're episode five now as well um do do drop us a rate on on spotify and um yeah that, that'll be good so yeah well i'm you've had a hectic few days as usual how was your weekend it was good mate um yeah no it was a hectic few days so just as a quick rundown we finished racing on the wednesday of last week and it was a late late finish you know we weren't racing till about 10 p.m in birmingham uh and obviously we finished with that relay which was just nuts you know gb uh, sorry team england won by eight one hundredths of a second i outtouched carl chalmers um you know the places went crazy it was my first gold medal after six silvers you know got the magical seven medals you know most decorated um title all that stuff it was, it was such a nuts evening um and then uh, you know when, when you're that high on on like adrenaline and the crowd and the excitement and stuff and obviously you take caffeine to race and stuff like that mm-hmm. i was lying in bed at like half three in the morning like, right, well, I just can't sleep, can I? You know, I'm just staring at the ceiling in my room. Um, so, yeah, I was lying in the athlete village, right, half three and I staring at the ceiling. And then I had to wake up at half six. Um, so th- literally three hours later, and I was straight into Team England Media. So I went over to this um, hotel in um, Birmingham. So I was doing Team England Media mm-hmm. till 9 a.m. And I was straight over to Speedo to do a Speedo shoot until midday. Um, so I was absolutely wiped out at this point. And then jump straight in the car and I'm literally Birmingham straight to the pool in Bath. I'm in for a training session on the, on the Thursday afternoon. So it was just like nonstop finish that. And I'm um, packing up, unpacking, repacking, and then the car straight to London because I had Sky Sports at 9am the following morning. So it was, it was such a mental 24 hours. And I think after that, I just like conged out, I was so tired. So what, what time were you back in the pool in Bath? Cause I was keeping up to date with things. I just, I couldn't quite believe that you were, you're back in the pool straight away. We were back in at three thirty in the afternoon diving, so I finished at midday uh, with speedo, and then we drove straight down there. Um, it was just a loosened session, but you know, like such a shock to the system. I was, I was, I was in the pool in Bath, and I was like, Dave, sixteen hours ago, you know, there were five thousand English fans screaming when we just won the relay, you know, and I'd, I'd achieved this thing I really, really wanted to achieve. I was, I was on, you know, on top of the world, and now it's like. I'm just doing any like a recovery session in this pool in Bath. It's like there's no one around. It's just because obviously it's summer then students aren't around. It's just it's so surreal. You know, you go from these incredible highs down to these lows. And it's just like 
did that even happen last night? You know, I kind of have to pinch myself a little bit. Was it was it a tough session to do, as you say, back back by yourself in a way? It was it wasn't even like hard physically. It was just like I was swimming along. I was like, what this feels so strange, you know? And obviously I was tired from the night before and stuff. Um but I don't know, this you got be you got when you do media, you've got to be really on the ball, you've got to be switched on. And like I said, I had Sky Sports next morning, and I was off to a radio interview and then I had lunch with a journalist um from the Times, you know, whose whose articles actually just come up today. We we're recording this on the Tuesday, I think it's Tuesday the ninth today. Yeah, yeah um, Tuesday the ninth of August. Um, so that article actually just came out today, which, yeah, just seen which that, was brilliant. Actually. It was lovely. Yeah, it was really nice, and I had a great lunch. But it's just like bang, 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 non-stop. I'm in the car. I'm straight back to Bath. Sorry, I'm I'm on a train straight back to Bath, and then you do the BBC rounds. So they give mm. you an hour slot. So it's from five pm to six pm, and you do all the local BBC stations. So I did like BBC Coventry, Birmingham, you know, West Midlands, Humberside, Cumbria. Um, BBC Berkshire, all these different ones, and you, they they give you about three or four minutes each slot, and you do about you know eight or nine of them over the course of the hour. Um, so you're just on local radio stations, and then they speak to you about the Commonwealth Games. So it's it's brilliant, but it's like you get asked the same questions every time, you know. Which it's, it's like I'm I'm so fortunate I get to talk about this, and and I'm I'm, I'm lucky that I'm in a position where you know I, I um, I'm getting asked these questions. I'm not on BBC. I'm I'm really really grateful, but it's like I've been asked what was the crowd like for the you know 23rd time that day because I've been new media solidly and and you have to be still a good crowd it's yeah, still yeah. good no, no, nothing's changed since I did BBC Cumbria three minutes ago but um no it, it is good mate I, I did I did really enjoy it but it, it does you know it's it's such a weird thing to complain about but doing media for a full day it, it is it is quite tiring are those live or are they are they pre-recorded as in are you literally, literally going from like slot to slot jumping on the station I literally sit on my phone and I will get a call and I'm, I hear a radio station on the other end and then the producer will be like, okay, um, Tom Dean, I'm like, yep. And they're like, okay, you're on in 30 seconds. And then it goes straight. They'll just finish the news segment or something. And then the, 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 the radio DJ will say, oh, and back to the Commonwealth Games, we're you know, really proud England's done really well. And they all have the same script. Like BBC just distribute the same script to all the radio DJs. So they're okay. all introduced exactly the same. And then they go, we're really grateful to have um, most decorating things from Tom Dean. And then they go, Tom, how do you feel after the commies? And you just, it's just, you know, on this phone call, straight on three minutes, hang up, and then you're you're on to the next one. So, um, yeah, it's 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 just doing it's just doing the BBC rounds, isn't it? Really, it's good stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't bump into you in London over the weekend because I've made a a journey myself. Yeah, it was less less media stuff. I was actually quite excited because we got our our first away day of the year in, um, as in football wise. Um, mm. which was nice so we made a, a trip to Loftus, Loftus Road which was good I mean the, the, yeah. the weather was just absolutely unreal um, so that that added to the occasion um, yeah oh yeah but yeah it was it was a slightly weird one because I went went in with uh, a good mate of mine and, and he had a, a a shirt for the game but as I sort yeah. of was rushing back I said to him well if you've got a shirt for me then there's no point me bringing my own shirt to then have to hold that for the whole afternoon yeah, um, yeah. So, we, so we're meeting at Paddington and I, d- I decided it'd probably be best for me just to go without sh- without the shirt on the way and, and then meet him there so then I didn't have Sorry. to carry it but um topless. yeah I went topless to Paddington wow. which was which was quite a bold move <laughs> and it was it was going to be okay okay because we were going to meet at Slough but he um <laughs> he missed his connection so I ended up having to go to Paddington and um yeah, it, it wasn't Goodness ideal me. but but we we got the handover uh which which was ideal um but yeah I mean I jumped I jumped in the lake this morning as well Bray I know you've been in been in there a couple of times that, that was a good start to the morning 
honestly, it's absolutely stunning, like open water swimming when the weather's like this. I mean, it's quite hot up back in England. I think they're, they're, they're predicting like a 35 degree heat wave heading. So, mate, honestly, mm. getting in the river and the lake, it's just like, abs- it's so light. And obviously it gets so light really early. I, mean, I absolutely love it. Um, it's the best. Getting in the water at that time. Uh, I was in London on the weekend, actually, just spending some time with the um, with, with the girlfriend and um, just, you know, having a catch up, going out. We went out for a nice dinner and stuff like that. Um, you know, went out in Soho on the Saturday night, which was which was really good fun. Uh, and just like you know, London in the sun, it's just like it's it is absolutely stunning. Wouldn't a... wouldn't recommend getting on the tubes. No, with I was two say. massive suitcases. You flying out to Rome the next day, but other than that, dirty looks. It's all good. I, I reckon, um, like a lake at six o'clock in early morning, straight after a swim, would be a great a great pod location. That'd be big. That would be big. That would be, yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a few friends of ours who do more swimming, don't we? Um, who we want to get on the podcast. Um, oh, obviously, sure. it's a George Taplin specialist, you know, oh, open water specialist. I don't, think, I don't think I'd see you two for the morning if I, if I went for an open water swim <laughs> with you and Taplin. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be a struggle. But yeah, let's let's move on and, and go, go back in time a little bit, back to the Commonwealth. Um, I remember last uh, episode you mentioned... Um, the walk from your was it your accommodation to the canteen as being a little bit onerous I, why don't we touch on a few things that yes yeah, so the slightly weirder or the strange side of the olympic village that i guess we might might not see yeah how was it tough for you to get to the canteen in the mornings com, com, commonwealth village commonwealth yeah village. um yeah no it was it was quite it was good mate um what did no, i say it, it was uh, the olympic village ah, <laughs> um, that's, that's tough <laughs> uh no it was it is a bit of a check so we're we're in like we weren't in they built a village like kind Mm. of last minute because it was supposed to be south africa who were hosting and then they pulled out so they built a village and they ended up not using this village and they just put us in uni accommodation so we're in these like literally these student flats i think i mentioned it like on one of the episodes before but we were in literally these uni flats we had to walk across campus i guess or across the uni you know accommodation campus to the dining hall which was obviously in the center um by the lake and it is a bit of a trek and especially when you've done like a long day of racing and the buses took so long to get to and from the pool it's a, it was a 12 minute drive right yeah. on on google and and i got a cab once or twice and it was 12 minutes the buses would take 45 minutes i was doing that four times a day so i was in the car for three hours every day you know on the buses going to and from that aquatic center and then you have to go to dining hall, and it, and there were three dining halls, um, but they're all located in the same place, so it's not like huh. it made it any easier for us to to get around. Uh, and then yeah, you kind of have to trip back. Um, so, but you know, I feel like I'm complaining over why why were this. the buses so long? How's the twelve minute I, journey I, going? To, honestly, towards an hour? we went so before my hundred freestyle final, I got on the bus and like I try and get to the pool an hour and a half before I race. Do half an hour pre pool stretching mobility. Do half an hour of warm up in the pool and then 10 minutes get my suit on I'm in the cool room about 15 minutes before that's the mm-hmm. schedule so I time the buses to be leave about two hours to two hours 15 before I'm supposed to race you've got to do your race plan you get on this bus two hours 15 no stress have my snack my coffee and all this kind of stuff we get on the bus and it's like oh okay I'm going for another long bus journey it's traffic and stuff like that and the bus driver misses the turning to the pool drives to the athletics venue <laughs> And all the swimmers are kind of like looking at each other and be like, right, what's going on here? One of the coaches had to run from the top deck down to the bottom say, mate, you're going the wrong way. You need to turn this bus around. <laughs> Stood at the front and started directing him which way to go. Oh, dear. So I rocked, I rocked up with no time to do any land prep and just basically dove straight to the pool. And I was all a little bit, you know, it just knocks you off a little bit. You're all, was, you know, was, this an e- was that an evening or a morning, sorry? 
that was that was before the hundred freestyle final in oh, the evening, okay. and I had the four, I think I had the four by two as well that night. So yeah, I was just a bit alone. How how does the bus driver go the wrong way? Mm. Literally got one exactly. job. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally got one job. I mean, it would have been quite funny to see all you lot get dropped off at the the warm up track and go off you go there. Yeah, and all the like javelin guys get dropped at the aquatic centre. <laughs> it would have made for quite quite a fun event, I think. Mm. Yeah, was there was there anything else in in the village that was sort of weird wacky or wonderful they had like a games hall which was quite nice but it always kind of got overtaken by like different countries having like a little festival there um so they had these guys like playing drums and then like all these different nations like dancing around to it so i just wanted to go and play some pool in the evening but it just got absolutely swarmed so um that was good fun though that was yeah yeah (laughs) um excuse me excuse me i've just got to pop this back no, <laughs> I'm getting like nudged every time someone's like dancing <laughs> around the pool table. Um, now it was it was good. It was good, and I, I really like it because like I went there with one of my pals with, with George actually, George Tapman, who was there mm-hmm. with Jersey, and then you know we did doubles table tennis and doubles pool, and you're playing with someone from you know Kenya and someone from you know I don't know Pakistan or, or Malaysia. You know you're just like hanging out with people from other sides of the world, and and like all these nations come together and. and it's just all having a good time I think like you just you would never ever experience that in any other part of your life you know I I forget sometimes like like a commies or an olympics you know you just get to hang out with people that you never normally hang out with and that sounds a bit you know obvious but it's quite cool it's just yeah it must be just a a really weird but wonderful mix of people touching that is there is there sort of any tribalism in in the village or the canteen? Are you seeing sort of you know when you go back to school and you have people in their groups and people aren't really mixing, mm. or is it is it the opposite? Are you are you getting lots of, sort of I guess different yeah different teams and athletes ch- ch- chilling together in the evening? Now you normally you mostly hang out with your country and your sport, you know. So I'll hang out with the with the English swimmers. Um, obviously, sometimes I'd hang out with a few of the Scots. Pardon me, because I know them quite well. So a few of the Scottish swimmers. Um, you know, shout out to all the Scotch swimmers who have retired off the back of this. You know, Ross Murdoch, Craig Benson, Martin Walton, Craig McNally, you know, absolutely incredible athletes and, you know, great careers for all, all, all those lads. Um, but yeah, no, so hang out with them sometimes. Um, uh, I know a few of the New Zealand, like I know Lewis Clairbert from New Zealand. I've had, you know, had lunch with him, I think, one day. Um, and obviously all the Aussie boys as well. I know them quite well. And we hung out with them on the last night. So um, yeah, but but most of the time you do kind of stick to stick to, you know, people people you're used to and one other thing as well is if you've finished mm. do people sort of just stay as in just like a an extended hotel stay or is it sort of like right we saw you in the final last night you've got an afternoon before you need to get out or we need to get other people are in or is it is it your room for the whole 12 days unfortunately it's not your room for the whole 12 so so at the olympics it is your room for the whole 16 days that is your village that's your apartment so you, the swimming finishes on like day nine then you've got a week where you can go and watch the other sports you know support team gb you know maybe have like a j2o or two on on some of the nights um but 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 most of the time it's 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 you know you get to hang around at the olympics in last year it was like we finished swimming you out the next day because of the covid which was slightly you know illogical because you're in a village and you're, yeah. you're in that bubble anyway but but we had to go and then it was the same at the commies but that's not because of covid that's because they just didn't have a room because they didn't really have an athlete village so we just had to go the next day because they were bringing in like athletics guys were staying in our 
in, in our accommodation. Um, a few of the guys returned for the for the closing ceremony, but that was yesterday, and obviously we're out here in Rome, so we couldn't go to that. Um, but no, I was a bit gutted because, you, you, yeah, we couldn't really hang around and watch any other sports. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shame, but it's obviously nice for people. Do you think you would have hung around for the closing ceremony if you sort of weren't jetting off? Because it looked, it looked like Mate, a, uh, a, a yeah. vibe. A hundred percent I would have, because it's like, you know, you get to watch other sports, support Team England, which is a really big thing. Watch sports that you'd never normally watch. You know, when am I going to watch like, I don't know, an English squash game or the Lawn Bowls final or I, I don't know, any anything that um, you don't normally get to watch. And then on top of that, yeah, you get to go and celebrate the closing ceremony. So, yeah, I do think I would have I would have hung about and, and you know, but unfortunately we had to we had to shoot off. Maybe, yeah, maybe a bit of a shame, I guess. Hopefully that's when you can make make the most of other mm. uh, other competitions instead. So it, yeah, yeah. is now a good time to jump forward to look into where you are now, come into the present day and look look forward to the Euros possibly? Yeah, the Euros is an interesting one, mate. It's it's kind of like, normally it'd be a big one in the year, but commies and worlds are our absolute focus. You know, mm. and a lot of people haven't come out to this meet. You know, Peachy's not here. Duncan's not here. Jimmy Jimmy Guy's not out here with us. You know, a lot of these big names um, haven't come out. It's, it's, it's a bit more of a relaxed vibe as a younger team. You know, I think I'm one of the older guys on the team, which is which is wow, not very that's, common. That's ridiculous. Yeah, ex- exactly. And I think they've just given a lot of young guys a chance to to, to try out being on the, their first team. Um, so the the focus was worlds and commies for us, and this is more about just enjoying racing in in Rome in the sun. But countries like Italy, you know, uh, they're gonna this, this is, is gonna this be will the be one. the biggest thing for them. You know, the crowds are going to be huge, and obviously obviously all backing Italy yep. they didn't have commies they've done a big big training block heading to a full taper there's no other country in the world that's done what we've done you know with True. that triple um so this is very much just yeah enjoy enjoy racing the sun get what we'll get no pressure you know great having having you lads out get here the boys and, out there yeah exactly just enjoying it to be honest mate which is I quite like that it's a bit different because normally it's really it's really intense you know it's, it's there's pressure there's you've got to be really routine you've got to live like you know really robotically um but yeah this is a bit of a chill vibe nice yeah because when we were discussing about getting this sorted you said oh, i'm just going to nip off and, and grab a coffee i think that's hmm. you're living the italian dream standing, yeah, exactly, at, standing yeah. at the bar drinking a, a nice <laughs> sipping espresso. an espresso <laughs> honestly an i espresso felt like before you get your flat white <laughs> yeah yeah i was like in the italian job or something you know that's <laughs> uh, the dream we uh we did book our flights this week, thanks to um, mm. to Withers and uh, Kelly Oscar. That is, um, so yeah, we we are very excited because this was this has been a mm. potential plan, but it seems as though it's coming to fruition. But we that, did, that's cool. We did have Wiz Wiz Air do do seem to be taking us for a I don't know a bit of a joke with their Wiz with Air. their with their suitcases. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently they had run out of the option to just bring a backpack on. What? <laughs> So, That's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. So we've we've basically got a, a carry-on bag on the way out, but even mm. better, we've then actually got cabins in the hold coming back. So all that stuff we couldn't take out, we can then yeah. put in our cabin bag. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, makes, yeah, which makes absolutely no sense. But makes but sense. we're but we're there. So that's that is the main thing. That's huge. So that's um yourself, Luke Withers, Austin Kelly, who both swam with me at, at, at Maidenhead when I was when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah we're ho- we're hoping boys. we're hoping we can get. I think you saw the mile inside that made an appearance at Sandwells. Mm, you know, the one we're hoping that maybe we can we can grab that and bring that across as well, which would be absolutely huge. That'll be big. That'll yeah, be one big. one other thing we we did look at doing was um I did send a slightly speculative email to um is it how is it Len or L E N? Like who are yeah, who, yeah, yeah. We uh 
I sent a, a speculative email to Len asking about potential media accreditation passes as we were, <laughs> <laughs> as we were looking Len are for the organizing the European yeah. Swimming Organizing Committee, aren't they? So they're, I imagine they're they're a pretty big deal. And weirdly, they haven't actually got back to my email yet. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? <laughs> that You're, was... like, in with all the photographers. You've just got your iPhone held up <laughs> on <laughs> Snapchat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> like, yeah, just getting a few bits and bobs for back home in the Don't UK. Don't worry about me. Yeah. yeah. No, I put, I put the weekly freestyle group as if that would make yes. a difference. Um, but hey, it might do. It. We freestyle limited. Yeah, Here exactly. You never know. But thankfully, and it's probably worth shouting them out. But Speedo have sorted sorted a few tickets, haven't they? Which is very kind of them. Yeah. So, so I'm 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 a Speedo athlete. I'm sponsored by Speedo, and mm-hmm. and one of the great perks about that is I'm sound like I'm a salesman, but it is brilliant. They really do look after me, and and, and one of the great things they do is always sort family and friends out with tickets to international competitions. So, yeah, I got in touch, and I said the boys are coming through. I'm going to need nine tickets. So for all these evening sessions and morning sessions. He sort us out and they, they, they were happy to oblige so yeah it's gonna be good that's class, that's I, class I can't wait good, i can't wait to sort of be just chilling the weather looks good as i'm sure maybe you've had time oh, yeah. to look at but i can't wait to just yeah. be chilling say in the morning or the evening mm-hmm. I, I kind of sit rather than sitting by a pool with the sunbed i'm going to be sitting in the olympic stadium mm. like roof off just just watching what's going down maybe with a, a drink in hand or whatever and just just in just enjoying the it's it, the vibes. it is an it is an incredible pool and it's it's one of the fastest pools in the world i think the most world records ever to be broken were at this pool um so it, it is insane it's got so much history in it the, the italian fans you know they they love it so they'll go they'll be going nuts i think it's gonna be a really great experience and the good thing is because it's not you know like i said super rigorous um you know we'll be able to catch up and go for a cappuccino or two May, maybe um, even record uh, record a uh, a pod abroad well, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, if 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 you're lucky, we could we could do it with the sound of coffee being made in the background. Absolutely. So let's let's move on to the freestyle section. And I'm not sure what mm-hmm. your your technology is saying your side, but we've we've had a few questions in via uh, the Instagram, which is great. Have you yeah. are you able to pick those up, or do you want me to read them out? If you could read them out, that'd be brilliant. Oh, the ab- Wi-Fi's absolutely yeah, no worry. It's it's, ha- it's hanging on well at the moment though doing a good job it's not doing too badly well i've, I've seen worse 4G, but, ah. uh, <laughs> so you so you won't have any way. 4g left for the month no nothing mate no and my bank account i'm gonna get rinsed by three aren't i for using all my 4g yeah that's, that could be could be a, a things I a do. bill you wrap up there no, the things got, i do for the pod it's got to be done for twf right then exactly. so first one yeah we've had a few through so thanks so much and yeah do do get involved if you can dylan has asked what do you think could have gone marginally better in a 203 Slash two hundred IM to steal the win off good our good friend or your good friend Duncan Scott. Oh, that's a really really interesting question. Um, so I've actually spent you know loads of time thinking about it and then analysing it. The two hundred three really annoyed me. Um, it was a bit of a gamble on the two hundred three because on the one hand I knew I wasn't in as good shape as I was at World Championships. On top of that, I was you know and I didn't obviously say it for the race. I haven't really said it in any post interviews, but. I was, um, you know, two days before the 203, I just came off antibiotics. I had mm-hmm. a really bad chest infection for 10 days. And, you know, as, as an athlete, that kind of knocks you a little bit and knocks your confidence slightly because you don't know where your body's going to be fitness-wise off the back of an illness like that. Um, and on top of that, I think I still had, I was still a little bit, not, I was still a bit shaky after the world's 203 because I, I put my neck online so much on that front end and I really struggled on the back end. So I, I did, I, I was a little bit, 
shaky going into that mm. one. Uh, and obviously there was so much hype built up around it and there was so much press coverage on that 203. So I was a bit all over the place going into it. And the only way I thought I could swim the race, my coach and I agreed, was control that front 100 yeah. and see what I've got on the back end, mm-hmm. which is a, a bit of a risky race strategy. But, and I, and I was annoyed when I got pipped by Duncan for that silver. But then Dave, my coach, was like, well, if you had taken a gamble and absolutely taken out hard from the start he could have blown up and come fifth. Yeah. So it, it was the only way we could execute that. I was out 51-1, so 51.1 seconds to 100, when normally I would want to be out 50.4, so okay. 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7 quicker, which is a That's, a, that's a lot. That's a big gap. You know, it, it is completely, and it really, and, and, and I paid for it a bit. You know, I, I, I just had a bit too much work to do on that mm. back end. So that really annoyed me but my, my coach assured me it's the only really way we could do it and I think after that once I started to feel better through the meet I was able to know I could attack the races slightly more and that 200 IM my back end was brilliant you know 32 split on the breaststroke 27.4 coming home on the freestyle I was really really buzzing you know I was, I was chasing Duncan down on that freestyle you know the 12 100ths of a second between us two was really frustrating but it's just my backstroke and I just need to work on that backstroke and mm-hmm. I know there's easy gains to be made there but you know I, I split two seconds slower than Duncan on the backstroke you know that's one length of the whole race I'm two seconds behind him but then there's only a few one hundredths of a second between us at the end so mate yeah. I, I was annoyed about that but I did dip under the Commonwealth record which mm. was quite nice that unfortunately is... Duncan dipped under it by you know a few one hundredths more um so but, you know but they, they both but count I, they both count. But I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. No, that that's good. Is is Duncan is is Duncan coming to get a coffee with us, or is he staying at, at home this week? Uh, not not out in Rome. Oh, he's not. Not out in Rome. No, 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 not. Okay. So he's he's done for the season. Um, so uh, done. Interesting. No, that yeah, is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Next one from the sport enthusiast. Uh, out of topic but would love to see this is not really a question but would love to see future episodes of the podcast on YouTube that's an, that's an interesting suggestion very right? interesting one one thing we are going to look into actually and we've been discussing we've got a few things in the works actually one of them mm. is getting some good filming equipment obviously we've invested in the microphones and I think it's very much paid off I'm on the airport here because I'm out obviously in Italy so I didn't take the mic out with me but um, microphones were a big one filming equipment obviously something we're going to really look into and we want to start getting it on YouTube and you know it's definitely the way to go reach new audience then we get some we can get some TikTok you know little short bites of interesting things all that's what like that's what like Stephen Bartlett does on Diary of a CEO you know he, he's blown up on he's, TikTok. he's he pretty serious really isn't he great nuggets you know little mm. exciting clips and stuff like that and then obviously the big one we're working on and we've got a few things going on in the background is guests. Um, yeah. So look forward to that coming out very, very soon. And that's the direction we really want to head in. Yeah. And hopefully if my editing's up to it, you should have had a nice jingle to accompany your, uh, your ears oh, to, to start and finish this episode. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see if, if I can back that up. Um, one other one from Tom. Also, Tom, don't think it's from you though. Um <laughs> Who's breaking the super suited super suited hundred free world record first? Dressel, Popovici, or Chalmers? That's a, that is a very, very good question. Why has he not put your name in it? Yeah, can we can we rewind a little bit, please, mate? Uh, <laughs> um, that message just been deleted. I, I feel <laughs> no comment. Um, I feel like Dressel got very close. I think he was 46.95, I want to say. He's dipped under 47, I think. He got very close. Chalmers, very close as well. Um, have those boys gone as quick as they're going to go? It's hard to say. Dressel didn't even do the 100 free of Worlds. So mm. maybe he's changing his priorities slightly. 
Um, Popovich is young, you know, and he, he, he's um, you know, he's only 17, 47, 3, or is he 47? I think he's even 47, 1 in uh, one of his swims. So he's he's gone incredibly quick and he's got a great stroke. Who knows how his 103 is going to progress as he puts a bit more muscle on? Because if you've seen his build, he's, you know, really not carrying much muscle mass at all. Um, but I think it's only a matter of time before that goes. People are knocking on that door, um, you know, and I think it won't be long until we start to see uh, start to see some 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 forty sixes again. So is this a, is this kind of why are the suits coming back? Have no, missed... no, they're not. I, I I don't think they're coming back. I'm just. I think the question was who's going to break because that that world uh, record was okay. in a suit. I think it. I think oh, it might I have understand. even been here here in Rome actually in 2009 because the 200 freestyle world records here in Rome and the mm. 400 freestyle you know so make this this pool well, how how soon. how deep is this pool because I remember you saying last week at, at Sandwells it was only two meters I, I think it's a three meter which is oh, which is it's gonna make all the difference so we'll, we'll see some quick swimming mate absolutely love to see that no I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think I'm, I'm on the fence but I might need to get a uh, a trim a trim for oh, the big I'm event. Getting, I'm I'm getting an Italian trim tomorrow, actually, mate. Oh, okay. Uh, where, I'm going to go where get from? an Italian barb. Uh, who knows? Not a Scooby. Is that not uh, a bit of a risk? Yeah, I don't know what skin fade in Italian is. So I might have to look that one up. Skin fade bit off the top, mate. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll to... I think you'll be fine. No, just show yeah. him a pic. Just get a picture up. So this is this is how I want it. And, uh, and <laughs> yeah, I might I might trust my my local maidenhead um, the go to. So we'll we'll have to Shout see out. how that goes. Vienna, this is this has been a fun episode. I think it was nice to. So not put commies to bed, but have a because we spoke about swimming a lot in the first episode. Yeah, it was nice yep, to yep, have yep. a sort of a wider look at it. Um, Absolutely. Today and obviously looking forward to to the weekend. When's your when's your actual first race then? I think we kick off on Thursday. I think it's the Thursday to Wednesday meet off the top okay. of my head. And then it's it's the diving afterwards as well, isn't it? Because they always split. It, and, they split normally them follow the diving afterwards, and I think synchro synchro runs parallel. And then they normally put um, open water after the swimming and then high diving. I don't know whether high diving is taking place here as well. Okay, cool. No, well, yeah, awesome thank stuff. you. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, again, do uh, hit us up on Instagram and also the email. Uh, one thing we're going to do is we're going to get back to our more regular sort of the, the Wednesday 6am release. That's, that's British yep. time. So you can yep. maybe... You could have us accompanying you. I wouldn't say to to your pool session because you're probably in the pool by six, but definitely for your breakfast and anyone else who's commuting to work or, or whatever. So yeah, hopefully that that early morning slot on the Wednesday, we're, we're, we're going to claim that. Um, but yeah, really really looking forward to um, catching up with you very soon. Awesome stuff. See you. Uh, see you hopefully, right?